Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dried land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh. For he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 22 on page 366 My God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me, and art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint? O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were holpen. They put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm, and no man, a very scorn of men, and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord, that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, if he will have him. For thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope when I hanged yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also in the midst of my body is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou bringest me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. They pierce my hands and my feet, I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. 
But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor. Haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorns. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob. And fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him. They shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth verse of the fifth chapter of the book of Isaiah. Woe to those who join house to house, they add field to field, till there is no place where they may dwell alone in the midst of the land. In my hearing the Lord of hosts said, Truly, many houses shall be desolate, great and beautiful ones without inhabitant. For ten acres of vineyard shall yield one bath, and a homer of seed shall yield one ephah. Woe to those who rise early in the morning, that they may follow intoxicating drink, who continue until night, till wine inflames them. The harp and the strings, the tambourine and flute, and wine are in their feasts, but they do not regard the work of the Lord, nor consider the operation of his hands. Therefore my people have gone into captivity, because they have no knowledge. Their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore Sheol has enlarged itself, and opened its mouth beyond measure. Their glory, and their multitude, and their pomp, and he who is jubilant shall descend into it. People shall be brought down, each man shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment, and God, who is holy, shall be hallowed in righteousness. Then the lambs shall feed in their pasture, and in the waste places of the, of the fat ones strangers shall eat. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of vanity, and sin as if with a cart rope, that say, Let him make speed and hasten his work, that we may see it, and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw near and come, that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good, and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, 
who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe to men mighty at drinking wine. Woe to men valiant for mixing intoxicating drink, who justify the wicked for a bribe and take away justice from the righteous man. Therefore, as the fire devours the stubble and the flame consumes the chaff, so their root will be as rottenness, and their blossom will ascend like dust, because they have rejected the law of the Lord of hosts, and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. <clears throat> Therefore the anger of the Lord is aroused against his people. He has stretched out his hand against them, and stricken them, and the hills trembled. Their carcasses were as refuse in the midst of the streets. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. He will lift up a banner to the nations from afar, and will whistle to them from the end of the earth. Surely they shall come with speed, swiftly. No one will be weary or stumble among them, no one will slumber or sleep. Nor will the belt on their loins be loosed, nor the strap of their sandals be broken. Whose arrows are sharp, and all their bows bent, their horses' hooves will seem like flint, and their wheels like a whirlwind. Their roaring will be like a lion. They will roar like young lions. Yes, they will roar and lay hold of their prey. They will carry it away safely, and no one will deliver. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and is prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. And again he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many gathered together, so that there was no longer room to receive them, nor even hear the door, nor even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing him a paralytic, who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise, take up your bed, and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Here ended the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness, and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, 
that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our lesson uh, from Isaiah this morning, the prophet uh, issues a woe to those, and there's two particular things he talks about. Uh, one is the uh, accumulation of large plots of property, adding house to house and field to field. And the other is that the party is starting very early. Uh, they rise early to start drinking um, and the real concern about uh, to, to get beneath the, the woe to those who, who add house to house is that, and field to field is that, in the Torah, um, you weren't able to do this. You, you, everyone had their um, allotment of land by tribe. And um, if somebody fell into debt, they could sell their property. Um, they couldn't really sell it. They could lease it to somebody to use until the year of Jubilee, in w at which time the land reverted to its original owner. And so what the, the critique here of joining house to house and field to field is that wealthy people are accumulating all the property and it's not going back in the day of Jubilee. This is kind of a backdrop to um, the proclamation of Jesus in Nazareth uh, when he proclaims the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee, uh, sort of symbolically setting free all all debts that that this Torah justice was not enacted by those who had uh, power and control and so they bought up the property and there's no place for people to live um, you know it's it's incidentally a, a small problem in our own time when when property is 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 um, is expensive and it's hard for buying people to play, place to live. I, I've got no answer for that. It doesn't pertain to our lesson, but it's a perennial problem of of what happens when it when it gets uh, controlled by 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 a few. And so, but the real concern in Isaiah is um, is the Torah principle is not being followed by these people who are adding house to house. The Torah says you have to give it back at the jubilee. They didn't do that. They kept it. And then the idea of, of the party is is the idea they're they're wealthy they're 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 just partying all day long at uh, with all this stuff that they've accumulated unjustly, and I, I think to some degree this this party that they start all day long that the prophets yelling about could um, be contrasted with the party that God would would ordain, which is that you know in in when the harvest comes in. And, and, and people bring their tithes to the temple. And part of one of the tithes was to get together and have a big party together. But this is when everybody, when Torah justice was done, the prosperity would be shared by all. 
and there was one of the provisions in in the tithe was make sure those who don't have enough will eat also so god's party would be would, would be um set up by justice enjoyed by all and there'll be universal joy this is this party is created by injustice enjoyed by a few to the exclusion of the others and this is why god promises that there'll be a judgment for this and so a couple interesting connections then with our, our psalm and then into our new testament lesson so he talks about they'll be humbled um and uh they'll be brought down and they'll go into exile he even talks about and this theme of exile then is picked up. This is an important biblical theme to get because the, the judgment on Judah in the Old Testament is going to end up in their exile at the hand of the Babylonians. And that's the implication in verse 26. He will lift up a banner to nations afar off. He'll whistle to them to come and be his agent of judgment. This is the biblical idea that, that secular nations, God uses his arms of judgment. Before then, he decides they were unjust to and judges them which is a subsequent point. But what's interesting is, um, though, verse 29, their roaring will be like a lion. They will roar like young lions. And it's interesting in Psalm 22, the psalmist is talks about um, his own alienation from God. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And uh, save me from the lion's mouth. And, and there's, the, he's, there's like a ramping and a roaring lion. He's cut off. And this, of course, this Psalm 22 is on Jesus' mouth on the cross. He says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And so this exile that Israel experiences on account of sin, which is both a geographic exile into Babylon, but more important, a spiritual exile. Sin distances them from God, and they're cut off of that sense of communion. And so in, when, our, when our Lord becomes man for us and lives and dies for us, and takes on our sin, he experiences for us that exile. And that's what he's saying on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He's experiencing that distance from the Father for us in order that he might bring us back out of our exile and reconcile us with God. And so the image in the psalmist, it, psalm is, is that of, of, the, of, of, the, of the messianic figure doing that for us. We take over then into it. We go into our New Testament lesson from Mark, where the paralytic can be seen to, to sort of symbolize, you know, sinful humanity in exile. He's paralyzed. He, he, he's, and, and clearly, as Jesus pronounces forgiveness, the, the, the paralysis can be connected with sin. It doesn't mean that uh, from this passage that every illness people have is result from specific sins. It, it is clear that the human um, condition of frailty and infirmity in general results from the condition of sin. So that when, when Jesus says to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, rise and walk, he symbolically and is a kind of image uh, is embodying the gospel. We are, because of our participation in sin like Israel and and are in a kind of exile, but now our Lord who has died, who has born sin for us, brings us back from exile chiefly through the forgiveness of our sins, where he, and, and, and as our sins are forgiven, we begin to be made whole and we rise and walk and we have that command throughout the 
New Testament to to walk as Ephesians says, for example, not as the Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, but to rise and walk in love and, and live in a new way because we've been brought out by Jesus as the exile of our sin. Our sins have been forgiven. We've been restored to life and now we live. And so a couple of, a couple of notes, um, about this then would be that also the paralytic was carried by, um, Four friends, and in the in the gospel passage, Jesus says, "Seeing their faith, he said to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven.' And this is an example of our intercessory prayer. And this should always be our heart as a church, our missionary heart for the lost, for those who are distanced in exile, to bring them and to bring even people in the church who are struggling, bring them to Christ in prayer. And this suggests that our faith on their behalf has a beneficial impact." And then uh, once we rise and walk, we're called to walk. And if to bring it back to the Torah, to the Isaiah lesson about the Torah, if the problem was Israel did not keep the Torah and did not do what God commanded. So now we rise and walk to do what God commanded, which is to walk in love, to love one another as Christ has loved us. And so as we receive this forgiveness of sins and restoration to communion, remember we're we're called to live in the new way now. Salvation is not just an idea or a a, a kind of concept or insurance policy for some future, you know, against some future hell. It's a way of life in which we now, we're delivered from our sins right now. So we don't live in the, in the, in the way that's distanced from God. We live in a way right now that, 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 that lives in the commandments of God. So that the righteous, as Romans 8 says, the righteous requirements of the Torah might be fulfilled in us now as we walk in the spirit and, and do all the things that Jesus did and commanded us to do. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday. And hope to see you all tonight at Advent Lessons and Carols. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Deacon Sterling. Have a wonderful day, everybody.